back to the Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we just keep going. This is page 572. What? Dayton asked. Shut up while I'm telling my story is what? Hespi said. Everyone else had their say. Dayton climbed to his feet, indignant. Even the mute one chimed in. He waved a hand at Tempe. How come I'm the only one you get hissy at? Hespi seethed for a moment, then said, You're trying to pick a fight halfway through my story is why. Telling the truth isn't picking a fight, Dayton grumbled. Someone needs to speak some sense around here. Hespi threw her hands up in the air. You're still doing it. Can't you sit it down for one evening? Every chance you get, you have to bitch and minge on. At least when I don't agree, I speak my mind, Dayton said. I don't take the coward's way out. Hespi's eyes flashed, and despite my better judgment, I decided to jump in. Fine, I interrupted, looking at Dayton. If you've got a better idea for finding these folk, let's hear it. Let's talk it over like adults. My interjection didn't slow Dayton down the least bit. It just pointed him in my direction. What would you know about adults? He said, I'm sick and tired of being talked down to by some boy who probably doesn't even have hair on his balls yet. I'm sure if the mayor had known how hairy your balls were, he would have put you in charge. I said with what I hoped was infuriating calmness. Unfortunately, it seems he missed that fact and decided on me instead. Dayton drew a breath, but Tempe broke in before he could start. Balls? The Adam said curiously. What is balls? All the air went out of Dayton in a rush, and he turned to look at Tempe, half irritated, half amused. The big mercenary chuckled and made a very clear motion between his legs with a cupped hand. You know, balls, he said without a trace of self-consciousness. Behind his back, Hespi rolled her eyes, shaking her head. Ah, Tempe said, nodding to show his understanding. Why is the mare looking at hairy balls? <laughs> A pause, then a storm of laughter rolled through our camp, exploding with all the force of the pent-up tension that had been ready to boil into a fight. Hespi laughed herself breathless, clutching at her stomach. Martin wiped tears from his eyes. Dayton laughed so hard he couldn't stand upright and ended up crouching with one hand on the ground to steady himself. By the end of it, everyone was sitting around the fire, breathing hard and grinning like silly idiots. The tension that had been thick as winter fog was... Oh, we won't know. It's so tense. We won't know what happened to the tension. (laughs) Uh, that was exceptionally funny. I don't know, like, it shouldn't even be that funny, but it was. <laughs> very smart move by Tempe. I, I, I'm very cognizant of the opinion that the other Adam seemed to have of him. Um, and we'll get back there when we get back there. But he is no dummy. He diffused that very, very well. He, he understanding that he could get away with, with uh, something because he apparently doesn't have as good a grasp of a language. He understood enough about the other, the characters of the people involved that he knew he could diffuse the tension by making this joke, kind of as his, at his own expense. Very well done, Tempe. I feel like it's not explicit that he's doing that on purpose, though. It becomes explicit on the next page. It will be. Oh, okay. It will be. Yeah. Fine. Reasonable. Also, though, it's just like, it's one of those things that, like, it's kind of an immature joke. You don't expect it to be funny. But it is. I look. I'm sorry to say that the the only jokes that are guaranteed to be funny, no matter who your audience is, are the ones that are immature. Everyone knows that bodily functions and sexual innuendo is funny. Talking about body parts that have to do with sex is funny. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's like why it wears, it's it's the kind of funny that wears off quickly, but definitely like has a good spark. But, yeah, the human body. 
is a wonderful and disgusting thing. That's right. That's why all the funniest jokes on this podcast have been us referencing big poops or, or, or farts or what have you. Is that why I'm not funny? I'm not going to say that that's I'm sorry, why. Jordana, but the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was trying to find a tactful way to say it. Like, I'm not going to say that that's not why, but I think that you would, you would enjoy life more if you just laughed at more fart jokes. Okay. I mean, I'll try harder. <laughs> no, look, that's all we can ask. That's all we can ask, Jordana. Yeah. If, if a sense of humor is the pile of triceratops dung from Jurassic Park, then be Dr. Ellie Sadler and stick your arm right into yeah, the elbow. Yeah, like right up, yeah, exactly, right up to the elbow. Very matter-of-factly. In fact, you should do that with most big piles of stuff. Just Yeah, anytime you see a big pile of anything, just get all in there and root around. That's where you find the magic items. It's true, yeah. yeah I really feel like that's not good advice at all, but okay. <laughs> hmm. Look, whom amongst us has not walked into a store, picked up all their pots, and hurled them against the wall, and gathered the coins that popped out? Mm-hmm. I do that all the time, and I'm very Definitely. popular when you in all my local that, establishments. I I instantly imagined like going into one of the aisles in like a value village that has like people's used pots and stuff, and just throwing like kitchen pots at the yeah, wall. Yeah, just like clotheslining <laughs> an entire shelf full of vases to the ground. Yeah, that's how you farm for coins. That's right. You need a, a little extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you encounter a pile of uh, furniture, barrels, timber in a corner, make sure you roll through it so that you can look for magic items or messages that have been left below. That's right. I, I also think it's worth pointing out that Kvothe's attempt like, to be the maddeningly calm, rational one only seems to make the situation worse. Right? Like, I feel like it's just it's he picked the wrong strategy for Dayton because Dayton wouldn't even notice whether he was loud or quiet. Dayton is too busy doing him like his thing. Well, and Dayton also doesn't like being talked down to. And when someone is upset and you're maddeningly calm, that's talking down to them. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Great. Because it implies that, like, I, unlike you, have mastered my emotions. There's nothing for me to be upset about in this situation. And I'm implying that you're being a dumb baby by getting all worked up about it. You know, that's why That's why people find Vulcans annoying. <laughs> that said, Dayton's right that the other two both had their little interjections. It might be in the way they did it. Maybe they were more quiet. And it's also probably that Hespi is more annoyed or like more harmed by Dayton's interjection because she wants Dayton to like be paying attention, I guess. Like, I do think that it has to do with their relationship more than Dayton's behavior, because frankly, I'm just reading over what he said and how he behaved on the page. It doesn't seem all that different from, uh, from what the other two say. Although, you know what? Uh, I think it might be that it pulls them away from the story. He's not really commenting on the story. He's commenting on their, their real life situation. Whereas Martin and, and, uh, uh, Tempe are both sort of commenting on the story without pulling them out of it. Yeah, they're being, that's the difference. They're being like, especially Tempe, like Tempe's being a good audience. He's not like, exi- he's not breaking the flow of the story in the way that Dayton is. But I also think you're right that Hespi, I think that the undercurrent of the last couple of chapters is that Hespi and Dayton are getting on each other's nerves more than 
they are getting on the nerves of the other people because they have this unspoken romantic attraction that neither of them knows how to express to the other person. And so the only sort of outlet they can find for that is to annoy each other and drive each other crazy. Yeah, I feel like two things can be true. Like both of these things are are happening. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. And listeners will annoy you and drive you crazy on tomorrow's episode of Page uh, the Win. Win. Win.